Real News Radio. True, honest, and not fake news. Today, we're going to talk about some very important uh, events that have been happening. Starting with the fact that today's Earth Day. Did you know that? definitely uh, knew about that. I saw a bunch of uh, people. I, I don't know if it was walking for Earth Day or what it was, but they were walking, they were marching, I guess, was for that March for Science, which is yeah. uh, pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny what they're doing, especially since the left likes to deny science. Yeah, but, I mean, there are many genders out there. Just so many, right? Well, I mean, there's there's about uh, two that I can think oh, of off really? the top of my head. Oh, I never knew that. Wow. I mean, you know, <laughs> what the heck's the difference between the gender and the sexual? I mean, there's gay and straight, there's man, woman, you know, <laughs> trans people, they, they're trans, like, even they admit to it. They don't want to be trans. They want to be a girl or a guy. They don't want to be like the whole idea of I'm a trans is like, they're, they're, they're like appropriating the trans culture. They, they want to be a man. They want to be a woman. They're like the Pinocchio, you know, <laughs> they want to be a real boy. Yeah. I think it's very weird. I was actually excited to see the marches today, but because uh, I was working on homework, but I really wanted to go up to them and talk about this stuff because I they they talk about Trump denying science, and they're denying the fact that there are two genders, which is biology by my mind. Of course, some people say it's sex, but that's all confusing. Uh, but I saw some tweets on this group's Twitter, which had me really conflicted on how I feel about them. Because you hear the name, it's like March for Science. Oh, that sounds great. You know, March for Science. Oh, yeah. I like science. You know, it's a pretty black and white sort of issue. You're for science against it. But they have tweets like this. The MOB that Trump dropped, you know, in Afghanistan. The Moab, not MOB. Did I say MOB? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Moab. Um, getting all it's the pollen man, you know, all this Earth Day, you know, it's getting to me. Uh, they said the Moab is one, this, I'm quoting this, this is in quotes, actual tweet, one example of how science is weaponized against marginalized people. <clears throat> okay, so are they saying people in the Middle East are marginalized or is ISIS marginalized? I mean, they're kind of terrorists and we kind of want to kill them. Well, the problem with the left is they keep equating, they say it's hashtag not all Muslims, but yeah. like they keep defending ISIS. They keep defending radical Islam, so they right. need to go and choose which do they want. Is Islam not related to ISIS? Is Islam not related to terrorism, or is it? Like this whole idea that the Moab's some sort of—they—they they make us think that we just got like a bunch of like radioactive waste and like landfill and garbage <laughs> and just dropped it on them. Yeah. No, we we just did. This is a fuel air bomb. You know, it's not like we nuked them these people and the left is playing into their tactics Absolutely. i'm not, I'm, gonna be surprised. I'm not gonna be surprised if we end up like seeing like leftists with like pro-isis stuff on them and it's really ironic too because <laughs> isis and radical islam it goes against everything that the left says says they yep. believe in you know they go and they go and treat women terribly. They they have female circumcision, which is absolutely you know that, that's abhorrent. Yeah. All the feminists should be outraged at this, but you they're know not. they're they're more upset that you know Bruce Jenner has problems going to the <laughs> men's or women's bathroom. They're more upset over the fact that women don't get paid like exactly this every woman doesn't get paid the exact same amount as every man even though women go they, and take off for maternity leave and oh they yeah choose to go and study things like women's studies like equal pay act 1963 people look it up it's illegal to pay them less well not just that but like i i am a college student you know and i go and see the amount of scholarships available oh, for yeah. women you know i went don't to get a, a white male scholarship do you i went no they, i mean <laughs> Milo, Milo's trying to do that, but, yes 
you know, they keep doing this stuff and that they keep demanding that, that women are, you know, it's a rape culture over here, which I, I extremely doubt. I had this woman with some very moppy hair the other day <laughs> give me a lecture. She, you know, it was, this is really scaring me too. It was at this, I was at this event the other day and there this woman, uh, yeah. she was kind uh, of, she had this hair. It was, it was white. It looked like she took like a mop cut off and used that as a wig. And she goes <laughs> and tries to explain to me about how like <laughs> terrible it is for women on campus like she's afraid that she's just gonna get like assaulted by a man on campus i'm just like what, yeah. do, what do you think this is this is in arabia i mean you want to go and import you know the people we who want believe more they yeah. want more of these refugees and isis people over here and then they complain about a rape culture yeah you, you gotta go and that's the one place in the world that there actually probably is a rape culture there's a there's an, there's an actual case you could make but this woman, she was so, so weaponized, and the scariest part was, she was like weaponized against <laughs> society. And the sad thing is, she's a, uh, she was in the teaching. She was like a teacher, and this oh is God. this is really scaring me. Yeah, you want your kid being taught by that? No, honestly, I, I don't. Exactly. And I'm, there's no way I'm ever gonna go and bring any kid of mine. Thankful. Hopefully, I'll have one at some point. Hopefully, I have about. Six I know you will. I know you will. I'm gonna have a very good, very good family. But there's the no way I'm gonna family. have them involved in these public schools because I see the sort of people we're hiring, and she's far from the only one too. Yeah. I saw a. Um, I was on Facebook, and I. I don't know if this is fake news or not, but after that event, I wouldn't be surprised. There was a. Um, there was a lesbian <laughs> teacher. And they, okay. it was in an elementary school, and she was. So they, some kid had a cross necklace in her class, and How she. How dare he! And she was offended by that. Made the little, I think it was a little girl, a little boy. Made him, I think it was a little girl, take off the cross necklace because oh, it was offensive. God. And said, offered to go and have her have like a, uh, it was like an LGBTQ plus ribbon or like all this, and there was like some other like science, like March for Science ribbon. It was, yes, science. It was really just. <laughs> absolutely crazy the amount of propaganda that's being shoved down our little kids throats like look at the television that they have these <laughs> days it's absolutely oh god i could talk about that for hours like it just gets worse like because you see it everywhere i mean i even i as an atheist i don't care if you wear a cross in school it's not doing anything wrong but like you have these march for science people i'll wrap this up real quick then we'll get to our main story but like they keep going around what annoys me about this is like when you don't agree with their opinion it's not common sense like there's something wrong with you or like i saw an interview with bill nye you know the science guy with the bow tie thinks he's some sort of hipster scientist he's not a scientist he's not a scientist i don't care what people tell me you look at his um uh degree it's only engineering it's not even physics or you know biology or chemistry it's engineering we have people here they're engineers like lots of them that's all he is he's nothing special he just goes on tv and has a persona that somehow sells but he was like talking to this one trump guy that wasn't it was i think it was like part of trump's your administration or advisor and he wasn't coming off too good i you know i that was part of the problem but then bill knight just goes you know oh we gotta stop this you know talking about this because you know we we gotta just stop this you know we can't have this disagreement we gotta move on and fix the plan i'm like whoa so this is off the table we can't have this discussion about theory i do believe in climate change but it's still a theory you can still be skeptical about but he's like no you can't well that's what science is being skeptical why can't you do that um 
it's just it's insane i it just kind of pissed me off because like you see the women's march now you see the march for science like they keep doing these things they're like so like you're if you're against us you're against women if you're against us you're against science you know they keep trying to play that game and that kind of annoys me because that's it's more complex than they make it out to be well the whole thing with their ideology it's this sort of it's they you have to believe in every little bit that yep. they believe and if you like go a little bit off like you have to go and conform to their beliefs on like feminism on global right. warming on you know gay right like not just gay rights like you know like gay like transgender ideology gender theory pay if you disagree on a even a simple just like a simple bit they'll go and throw you off on the gulag they'll go and treat <laughs> you like you're worse because like they'll just go and treat you like the absolute enemy if you're like a even a leftist and you have some disagreements with them you can't disagree it's hegemonic and then you go and look <laughs> at the right and like just the other day well, over the place yeah they had that whole thing with trump and like you know some people are more libertarian some are more just like conservative yep a perfect example that's the syrian airstrikes or missile strikes we were for it, but there were plenty on our side that were against it. And we had arguments and debates. It got pretty heated at times. But at the same time, we're still friends. We still joke around at the end of the day. We're still getting along. We still accept each other. There's none of this like, oh, you disagree with President Trump on one thing? You know, oh, we're going to kick you out now. No, it's just like, you know, maybe it says something about you. Like, okay, maybe you really believe this and you really believe that. But it doesn't, we don't, you know, alienate people because we have diverse views. But speaking of all this talk of candidates and elections, uh, the one thing that's coming up tomorrow, if you are living in France and listening to us, which I, I highly doubt we have any French viewers, but hopefully we do, because tomorrow is the French election, or the first part of it, that is. Now, I'm going to explain the election real quick and explain each of the main candidates, and then we're going to have some reactions to it, but Basically, how France's election works is that tomorrow's the first round where if you get a majority of the votes, because they have a lot of different candidates, if you get the majority of the votes, you automatically win, you're done. Now, if there is no majority, you move on to the second round, which is a runoff of the two highest scoring candidates. That's on May 7th. Uh, and so, you know, their, their election, I think, is pretty fair in that sense, but... <coughs> You're going to hear a lot of coughing because I have ridiculously terrible pollen right now. But the main president of uh, France, Hollande, he's not even running. He's so unpopular, he's not even running. So instead we have, I'm going to try to go from the far left all the way to the far right or however this is going to go. But on the very far left, the socialist candidate is Jean-Luc Mélenchon. He's a former socialist senator for 30 years. People have described him as the French Hugo Chavez. And he was actually featured in a video game of him shaking people, stealing their money, and then putting it in like to like a collective pot. So he, he's, uh, he's, he's going to become a meme very soon if he's in that video game. But then as you get more to the middle, you have on the left... He's more left-leaning. He is technically an independent, but Emmanuel Marcon... Uh, he's sort of like the Justin Trudeau of France or the Tony Blair version. He's a fake populist, though. He's never held office, but he is a banker. But Hollande, the you know current president, supports him. And that's where people are saying, okay, he's just propping this guy up to be like his little mini-me successor. So he's not really a populist. And fun fact, I'm going to give a fun fact for all these guys. He's been married uh, to a school teacher. 
that's 25 years older than him. He married his own school. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's just weird to marry your school teacher who's 25 years older than you. So I think that actually happened in like Florida, but that was um, that's Florida for you. There's like some some kid ends up like doing the nasty with his um, the nasty with his with his <laughs> teacher. She ends up getting sent to jail. She gets out of jail. They marry. Oh god. And they're I think they're still together and they have like five kids or something. Oh, happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> well, this if is it was, weird. If it was opposite way around. If it was if it was a male school teacher and a oh. female, oh that would. Be that terrible. uproar yeah but no one talks about that but no. anyways can't French. talk about that yeah yeah it's the french i kind of this isn't you know like it's funny like halan when he they found out he had an affair his approval rating freaking went up well, people liked him more that happened with bill clinton too people like see but bill clinton has that affairs. sort of you know even when he does something that's bad or wrong he's got that charisma that he's like you know I'm Bill Clinton. I can tell you whatever you want. You'll oh, lose me. Now he does. He looks like he got. <laughs> he like, looks, like, looks like Hillary was a vampire. Maybe he got AIDS from one of the many women <laughs> that he's had uh, relationships with. Ex- hey, extra m- extracurricular activities. Ooh. But yeah, that's it's a weird thing, especially with the French. No offense, French, but you're weird over there. You eat snails and you do this stuff. It's it's, it's an interesting yeah, culture. Don't but knock it till you try it. So, like that's, that's true. Is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, if they if they showered more often, it'd be pretty it'd be even better. I might actually visit it. And if it wasn't for all the like Islamic terrorist attacks over there, yeah, that's the big issue that's pushing this. Because like the other candidate you have on the right, Francois Fillon, he calls himself like you know like a true conservative, and he talks about he's against Islam, but some say he doesn't have really you know constructive ways to stop it. And he's had so many scandals. Uh, I think it's like embezzlement scandals that. He's basically not going to go anywhere. And then you have Marine Le Pen, who is the populist candidate. She's the female Trump from the National Front Party, true nationalist. She loves France. She always talks about France. You see her rallies all French flags. Uh, she's very anti-illegal immigration, very anti-refugee, very anti-Islam, very anti-globalism. And despite all that, you would think she'd have none of the young people voting for him, like Trump. But she has 40% of ages 18 to 24 supporting her that is huge absolutely huge now like you said there's a high muslim population in france that will definitely not help her and the polls they're all over the place they don't show a clear winner but we all know how accurate the polls were in the states here in 2016 and of course just the other day there was another terrorist attack a police officer was killed the guy shouted Alu Akbar, but the AP said he said God is great. Well, technically, yes, but that's not really he, that's technically a not. Yeah, it's a they, translation. They're trying to go and play it down like, oh, this could have been like a Christian guy. No, <laughs> like they'll do that in Sweden too, like or like in England when there's a Muslim, you know, uh, an Arabian Muslim. They go and say it's an Asian guy just yeah. like cutting off someone's head with a machete. Like, how often do you see that happen? Maybe with like a katana or something. <laughs> an anime be- convention. <laughs> Well, no, they, there's so few Asians at anime convention. That's the thing. It's like all a bunch of like we found out the hard people. way. It's just <laughs> a bunch of fat white people, and I guess they do have something in common with France because they smell like they don't shower either. No wonder the terrorists can't find them. Series, so they just have to go and <laughs> let's go and sniff them out. Maybe, maybe Le Pen will go and institute a national shower policy, but it might yes. remind them too much of World War Two. So I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I, I, I honestly. <laughs> 
She got a little controversy that because like she was saying something about the Holocaust, like France did nothing wrong or something, like they didn't turn over anybody. I don't well, understand the thing that. With France was there was like a Nazi puppet government like put into like. Yeah, if they didn't confusing. have that happen, they would have just killed the guy and put a like a German dude in there. But they just had yeah. like some French fascists. But they had uh, Charles de Gaulle in in England doing his thing as a government in exile. So I mean, it's really hard to go and blame them too much. I mean, there's uh, there was Nazi collaborators there. I mean, there's Jewish Nazi collaborators too. Look at oh, yeah. uh, look at Soros. George Soros. <laughs> And guess where he is? He's he's like a billionaire influencing elections, yeah. and they go and blame Russia. He's paying shills and protesters all the time. Oh, well, yeah. It's, good Lord. It's probably, that's it's probably crazy. where half that money's coming from for that March for Science. Yeah, that's the thing with the March for Science is, like, I don't... These organized things, they're so complex where what PAC is funding them, who's giving them money. That's a, you know, to say that George Soros paid these protesters is really hard but if you trace it back, you can find he gave this group money, which gave this group money, which gave it to the protesters, or which you know, and that's where it gets you know. Technically, you could say he paid these people, but he's smart where he doesn't like you know. People think he's like giving them checks, like in person. Of course not. I mean, come on, it's not stupid. So yeah, it's really tricky tracking that. But do you think Le Pen's gonna win this first round? Because she has to get in the top two. Because there's never been a case where you know one candidate gets the majority. So, do you think she has a chance? I think after Brexit, after Trump, it's going everywhere. France is probably one of the, you know, next big country that this will happen to. I don't see it happening, you know, anywhere else because she has so much momentum. This recent terrorist attack, which I hate to say it, does help her. And the mass, you know, uh, Muslim immigration and refugees has not helped France. They've had Charlie Hebdo, which was terrible. They had the... um, Nice truck attack, which was terrible. They had the Paris attack where like 100 people were killed. You know, in the Bataclan in the soccer stadium. That was huge and terrible. And so many of these little terrible attacks, I can't remember. But there's been so many. And the French are getting tired of it. I know they are. I think she's going to win in the end. Well, the problem is it might be too late for France. They could have had a demographic shift with if they have a bunch of uh, like... Middle, if they have a bunch of like Muslim immigrants who are actual citizens, then you know won't even be French. I don't even know how bad it is up there, and I know that yeah, there's a lot of either. people because because in World War II they're very afraid of this sort of nationalism. Like this, they they keep conflating it to um, to Nazism, which yeah. I, I don't know how I, I don't think that's very accurate. But another problem is their electoral system is very very weird. Like they have like 20 different parties in there. Oh yeah. And then they have runoff elections, and what's probably going to happen? I don't know if she's going to win. I think she's going to get in the top two, and then what's going to happen is they're going to the other guys going to form a coalition with all the other people. Mm. I, I I think that's how they can do it. I mean, I'm not a French citizen. I don't know their process very well, but I think that's. I've read some things online that might be what happens with her. Yeah, because she, I think the two people that are going to go into the runoff are Le Pen and Macron, who's the sort of, he says he's independent, but he's literally, he's just a moderate leftist that's married to his school teacher that's 25 years older than him. I think she has extremely good chance. She, from what I've read, is basically Trump. A little extreme on issues that I extremely disagree for on. And, She's also a little bit more, um, I guess you could say, more politic, more, more like, uh, I don't want to say better than Trump, but she doesn't make his gaffes like he does, if that's what you'd call him. Because, like, one of her policies I 
extremely disagree with is that she wants to ban burkas in public, yarmulkes in public, and any other type of like religious sort of thing, which I think is absolutely. Yo, I don't even think that's going to pass. I don't know how their system works. And I don't know how French feel about this because they could. It's totally different feeling in that country than it is in America. And that's why it's hard to compare these two elections. But I don't like that at all. I don't think most people are with her on that. But I don't think they care in the end. It's like Trump and the Muslim ban. Like everybody's like, oh, he's got a Muslim ban. You're supporting guy with Muslim ban. That's not what they were worried about. Just like in France, it's the working class that's dying. They see their factories rotting out. They want someone that's going to make France great again. Well, I actually don't mind that burqa ban in France. I don't know why the yarmulke one, that one seems less, I don't really agree with the yarmulke one, but the burqa one, because unlike the United States, France is like, I mean, supposed to be a state for the French people. And if you go and look in history, the French sure. people are Christian. They're, I mean, they're more or less Catholic. And whereas the United States is a melting pot, their country, they're not a melting pot. They were never supposed, I mean... They're but, never historically a melting pot like the United States, so they should be able to go and determine what they want their own culture to be. Are they banning Muslims? No, they're just banning them from wearing true. these things in in the public atmosphere, which I don't really if they want to do that in their own country, you know, go ahead. They should be able they should be allowed to go and determine how they wanted to do it because they're having a problem right now with their own identity of their own people. People are saying like especially in like Sweden stuff, like the new Sweden's like not even Swedish, it's like some guy from the Middle East. Yeah. Like no. Well that's what she's running on too. She's like, This isn't French. We need to be French and I'm like, Well, you're right, but I don't think you should ban that stuff because you have the freedom to wear whatever you want. So like you could dress up as a unicorn, you could dress up as a furry. You know, I, know, I have a people problem do with that. I have a problem, I have with, a problem with the furries. I know, and especially <laughs> with the bur- with the burkas and stuff, they could be using that to hide their identities. That's true. See, that's where it gets so much gray area in that. But I mean, they they're in like being like attacked by terrorists on like a near daily basis. It's like yeah. there's new attacks every other day, and it's not so much that the terrorists kill a lot of people. It's that the terrorists, when they do go and kill people, it strikes terror and makes people afraid to go to work, afraid. It creates fear, and it helps destroy, costs millions of dollars in businesses. People will be leaving France. They'll go elsewhere, and it'll, just, it'll essentially destroy the state as it is if it keeps going on without something yeah. happening. Yeah, it's pretty complicated over there. But I'm going to mention this in this last little minute real quick. Did you see Pence at the DMZ? in North Korea or South Korea. I think I saw a picture of that. I don't know. Uh, I didn't see too much other than that. What's, uh, he was on? literally, he broke a security protocol and he went outside. Like they have like these like bunker type buildings and you know, they're like staring at each other at the DMZ, like the North and the South. He went outside the bunker, which is, you know, unheard of. And he just stared at the North Korean soldiers. <laughs> it was hilarious. He just stayed there like staring the silver Fox, you know, like, Yo, come at me, bro. Yo, yeah, that look on him. It was hilarious. You know, if he didn't hate gay people so much, he should have just took out a vape and just, like, <laughs> threw it in their face. But I don't think that goes with his ideology, you know? No, I don't think Mike I Pence. I think he's a bit he's too, too straight clean. for that. Oh, he's he's a um, clean shave, I'll tell you. I could see him just going, like, doing a big smoke <laughs> cloud over that pit. What the, what the Koreans do? <laughs> they take photos. That's what they're doing. They're just taking photos. But, you know, 420's past the race, so he can't do that. Now we're going to talk about the probably the biggest story of the week other than the French election is Bill O'Reilly is gone from Fox News. Now, if you haven't been following this story, basically this has happened over like the past month or so. The New York Times came out for a report 
that O'Reilly and Fox News had settled five lawsuits that were uh, against O'Reilly dating back all the way from 2002. And these lawsuits were about sexual harassment. And it's estimated that he paid the women that you know accused him of sexual harassment $13 million just to basically shut him up. Now, the advertisers recently started pulling from the O'Reilly Factor, his show. He actually lost within a week 60 of his advertiser uh, companies. That's half. Half his advertisers just gone in a week. Uh, and just the other day, I think it was on Thursday, 21st Century Fox announced that he would not be returning to the uh, Fox News channel, which means they basically fired him. This was all happening while he was on vacation in Italy, so a little rough there. But many of the sexual claims just kept coming out, sexual harassment claims. One of them that stuck out to me was he supposedly called like one of his uh, African-American co-workers hot chocolate and did stuff with her. I don't know the full extent of what happened. To be extremely clear, these are all accusations. There is no evidence that he sexually harassed these people. Doesn't mean he did or didn't do it. Uh, which I'm going to get into my feelings on that now. But there was, I looked on Wikipedia because I do remember this happened last year. There was also a case where he was, uh, his daughter was testifying of domestic violence where he choked his wife, or sorry, ex-wife apparently, and then dragged her down the stairs by grabbing her neck. So I, that sounds a little maybe out there, but I don't know for Riley because... There's that infamous, infamous viral video of him where he's on his other show where he just, his teleprompter, he can't understand, can't read, which is pretty simple what he was trying to read. He just screams, F it, we'll do it live, we'll do it live, F it. He keeps going off and cursing, he's like, you know, the thing sucks, and when I just screaming and yelling, you know, all at his crew. And that's where I kind of like, I like him on camera. I think he's good. He's tough. He's straight. Very populistic. But then off camera, I wouldn't want to work with him. I had the feeling he was a bully. He was kind of a jerk. He's a tall guy. He's got a big, intimidating, you know, persona of him. But regardless, Tucker Carlson, who's not like him at all in many ways, is going to replace him in the 8 o'clock slot starting Monday with Tucker Carlson tonight. O'Reilly, that was probably the most influential cable news pundit ever because uh, he basically had a show that's run for 20 years it's been number one like if not all the time most of the time is you know the most watched cable news show like every night practically and people just tuned in for him you know they want O'Reilly they didn't care what he was really talking about I mean they did but it was through the O'Reilly filter that you know they wanted to see uh and i've watched his, his show many times but i think what's happening now is that what you're seeing is the old people tend to watch cable news or listen to talk radio the younger generation like us are doing more online and when you watch the right like i said you watch it for the man you watch it for the person and the same goes for online you watch it for the person i think Fox News is going to start dying. All these cable news shows are going to start dying if the pers- you know, the people that they want to see are gone. You know, they can get their news anywhere else, but that person is gone now. O'Reilly's gone. So what is the point in watching it if he's not there? And I think you're going to see... I mean, Tucker's good. I, I like Tucker, but I think you're going to see definite rain drop. At the beginning, you're going to see, like, 
a lot of interest because they're like, oh, it's a you know new guy, new slot, and so they're gonna be curious. But I think it's not gonna be the same because nobody I think could truly replace O'Reilly. Um, and after all these people that have left Fox, you know, is there who's left on that channel? I mean, they lost Greta, they lost Megan, and they lost O'Reilly. Boom, 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 all like that. And Alex is playing with the screws. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, so I don't know what's going to come next. What do you think? Well, so he he did the thing with his wife. He beat, he dragged her down the stairs and beat her unconscious. Well, his daughter claims he grabbed her by the neck. And then some sort of altercation took place. And he dragged her down the stairs by her neck. I don't know if any of it's true, but that's what she testified. His daughter. Sounds like he should join the NFL. <laughs> yeah. He likes football, so yeah. Mm, yeah, him and some uh, some players would probably get along very well. But oh, uh, yeah. I mean, personally. That, that guy, remember the guy punched the, his wife yeah, in the, the elevator? Yeah, in the elevator. Yeah, who, who, who I forget that? his name. I, I screwed know, up the joke. I, 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 I hate football. I mean, I'm at Penn I don't State. like sports. You know, that's that's just, you know, not my, my, not my cup of tea, but. Now O'Reilly, he upset me with some of his views. Like, I mean, I mean, I was fine with him for most of the time, but he was yeah. like a pro gun control guy, and I wasn't really fond of that. Eh, yeah, he, you know, was... he he did a couple things. He's like, oh, shoot down. What are you gonna do when they got the helicopters out? Well, ask ask Vietnam. You know, it's not Ancapistan. We don't have to worry about that. No, we do. Have to, we do have to worry <laughs> about the helicopters when the when the government takes over. But you know, that yeah. should hopefully with Trump, that won't happen for another four years, Daddy eight won't years. Let hopefully. That happen. Maybe maybe lifetime we'll see what happens with Trump. But as for him, him leaving there, I think that the reasons why he was taken off was absolutely silly. You know, it was Yeah, I was shocked. It was asinine. It was completely you know, it's baloney. They shouldn't have done it for that reason. They should have if they're gonna go and take him out, you know, they need to act the people it's just the advertisers are so thin skinned these days they're doing that on YouTube too and people think that yeah, like other people actually big. care that much about advertisers no you know they need to go and get like a radio station with like you know like us. not a radio station a, a TV station with like Alex Jones O'Reilly <laughs> Milo, Milo, Steven Crowder. Yeah, so you just get all those people. Do you know how popular that would be? Oh, that'd be amazing. That would just like annihilate Fox News. Yeah, you could just start like a Breitbart TV. You know, well, no, I mean, not, I mean, they can't Breitbart do that anymore, But yeah, I know Milo's not Breitbart. But I think Milo's gonna do. I think people don't realize how. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still dying. Um, I don't think people realize how powerful Milo is. He has such a following. You look at his Facebook. He has so many likes. Like I think it's like two million. And people were like, oh, now he's going to be gone. Now he's not going to come back. My guys, he's coming back. You better watch out. You can't take this guy down. Well, the problem is these advertisers are so thin-skinned. They just need to go and, like, get more companies over here, just, like, right-wing companies that take no take no, take no, no crap from these, like, leftists who go and complain about this stuff. Just be like, okay, we'll advertise here. If you don't like us, they'll, they'll, go, you know, they'll track the hard right, which, you know, the alt-right's rising in America. So mm. they'll... You know, that's a very good idea for them to do. And they could just come keep advertising. The left would just go and drink all their little Starbucks lattes until <laughs> they get heart attacks from from the caffeine overdose. That's all they do. Well, they just go and drink coffee overpriced. They'll <laughs> at, drink this. At like, Webster's. Well, yeah. We, well, Webster's. Good Lord. I've, <laughs> I've been to that place once. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They, just, I mean, I don't know how the coffee is, but just the atmosphere. You know, it's probably like so a, uber pretentious. Like they so have this, hipster. Like, it's like a record store. It's like a record store. And that's yeah. like, like a hipster record store with like this, these coffees that are probably overpriced. I mean, I don't know. 
I don't know how it is compared to Starbucks. I mean, when I Starbucks go, is the most expensive. You know, if the coffee if the coffee's more than a dollar, you're paying too much for it. Yeah. I don't care for that frilly, girly stuff. <laughs> you know, if I'm gonna have like something girly, you know, it may as well be like a cocktail. I'll drink I'll drink the cocktails, but not like not like coffee. It's just it's just like a thing. It's like the it's the legal alternative to cocaine for most people because it kind of yeah. is. Like if you actually it's look addictive. at the chemicals, it's basically the same thing as cocaine minus the, uh, minus the intensity. So, so but, O'Reilly should stop drinking coffee. Is that your point? <laughs> what O'Reilly should do is just go and like get his own like a web show. He and could do it. We just have like an alternative to like YouTube where we just like let right-wing people speak and then mm. the left will just go and cry themselves into a tizzy. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem is that, you know, with YouTube – it's a great platform, but it's the only platform for video on the internet. I mean, you have Vimeo and all these other ones, but nobody uses them. They all use YouTube, and that's where all the community is. That's where the audience is. And like people like Paul Joseph Watson are already approaching a million subscribers. You're not going to throw that array, you know, you know, uh, like willy nilly, and pick it all back up the next day with a new service. I mean, he's you he might have to eventually, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens because O'Reilly has a big audience. He had the most watched cable news show, you know basically every night what's gonna happen with him i don't know if i think personally i think he's gonna retire he might just keep doing books you know his killing series i think he's killing, just gonna keep doing killing that o'reilly <laughs> yeah i know That's well trevor I mean noah stole my joke i was gonna say on this show you know oh he had killing lincoln killing candy now he has a new release called killing my career but trevor noah stole that joke i'm I mean, not who, happy who about it trevor noah what he, he is an annoying condescending arrogant guy that took over for John Stewart. He has I mean John Stewart I never liked John Stewart. I was he was he was a left he was a radical leftist. <laughs> he, I think I saw one like that uh the British dude took over his show for like a week and they kept like complaining about gun control. It wasn't I even think funny. He was like oh I'm British I'm John Oliver and I'm British then oh, him he's John like Oliver. oh these people like you know at least uh, Colbert I mean I know he was a leftist but at least he was kind of funny. Yeah like sometimes he gonna make fun of the left itself too. But like the other guy that John Stewart, he was just like more boring. He's like, ah, ah, I'm, I'm a leftist. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like those late night talk, you know, shows because they're just they turn me off when they're too biased. I wish they attacked both sides because it'd be we funny. We need to have a right wing one. Like, what yes. we had one Milo. for like no, we had like a right wing comedy show for like a for like a season. We had that. Uh, who was it? The the, the Sam Hyde. Yeah, million dollar extreme. That was really funny i enjoyed it a lot of people enjoyed it it got good ratings but but the, there's so much social justice warriors in uh, the, adult in adult Swim. yeah really? yeah they the guys did like tim and eric's awesome show i think it was you know i think it was tim and eric's i mean i don't really know they all kind of look like crap to me but uh they complained they're like if this guy stays on my network we are going to just <laughs> we're gonna stop and like half of the adult swim shows like what it's like half anime like, you know, got Samurai okay, Jack okay. On there. They got like they got Joe. We have an argument they over got, that. They got Dragon Ball Z, and then the other half is just like stupid shows. There's like the butt guy with legs. Now that's this actual show. They have the Tim and Eric. Oh, they have Jesus. Squid Billies. It's just like stupid. Like yeah, a lot of people probably watch Adult Swimmer. Like you, got, you got to be like high or something. People are just like smoking weed and watching like Squid Billies or some crap like that or like Adventure Time. Well, I have to eject a quick point because you said something that offended me, sir. <laughs> Samurai Jack is not an anime. I'm going to be watching it tonight at 11, and I encourage you all to watch it because it's a great American animated cartoon <laughs> <Anime>. series. <laughs> no! It's an anime. 
Okay, well, what well, I, well, okay, because we gotta get to more important things here, Alex. So I'm gonna do this quickly. It's not anime, and it's very not social justice. If you've seen this new season, all the bad guys are women, and they grow a cult of women to hunt Samurai Jack, and then Samurai Jack beats the crap out of these women, kills them. His actually first human kill is a woman, so that's you know they, that wouldn't make the feminists happy. And at one point, he calls like one of the um um you know the assassins. He's when he's trying to turn her to the good side. He goes um you know a crazy woman. I was like whoa you know I didn't expect that from this show. But you know it's not very feminist. I yeah I'm just saying. But anyway, O'Reilly's gone. We're gonna see what happens with that. But uh, I'm gonna miss him because I think he was pretty good on air. Not gonna miss him off where air because he was kind of a jerk. But there is still fake news out there, and there is a lot of it. And we're going to cover two big fake news things because we want to get to Ann Coulter uh, at the end here because I know you have a lot to say about that. Uh, the New York Times, excuse me, failing New York Times, sent out a tweet, and the tweet had two pictures on it. It had the Patriots, New England Patriots, the football team, because uh, they won the Super Bowl this year. Oh, yeah. In 2015, so they had a picture of them at the White House outside. There are all these, you know, there's like this sort of area where the president is, and he gives a speech about it. And stop laughing at me. <laughs> I'm kidding. And then there's um this area. He keeps thinking about the anime. <laughs> it's like our longest argument. That needs, that needs to be it's a hilarious. discussion for dude. We're gonna make that a segment, like one show where there's a slow news cycle. Maybe ne- next week, because it's gonna be our last week yeah. and your last week, and I'm gonna cry. But we'll do it then. But uh, Anyway, I'll have to visit you next. I'll have to visit you next semester. Oh yeah, I know you're gonna visit me. I'm, I'm probably gonna be in the showers. <laughs> I was gonna say while I'm sleeping, but maybe then too before I go to sleep. Anyway, back to the fake news. Um, <laughs> there was a picture where at the Patriots in 2015, 2017, and the tweet reads: Patriots turned out for President Obama in 2015 versus Patriots turned out for President Trump today. And they show in 2015 they're all up the steps. Ooh, look at this! Look how many are here. And then 2017, it's there. None of them are on the steps. They're just in that little area. With the president standing. Of course, Trump tweets back, and I'm glad he did. He said, failing New York Times, which has been calling me wrong for two years, just caught a big lie concerning New England Patriots' visit to the White House. And the based Patriots fact-checked the New York Times. A freaking football team fact-checked a newspaper, the biggest newspaper in America. And they said, these foes lack context. Facts. In 2015, over 40 football staff. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> Think of other things. Um... They said, facts, in 2015, over 40 football staff were on the stairs. In 2017, they were seated on the South Lawn. Are they idiots? You could see it in the picture. They're on the lawn. They are, there's actually just two less. There was, I think, like 36 last time players and 34 this time. And Tom Brady, who wasn't there, was because he was having to see his dying mother of cancer. I mean, holy crap. It was so bad. It's just so sad that the New York Times got fact-checked by a football team. They are up, They say Trump's obsessed with crowd sizes. They're obsessed with crowd sizes. The media is super, super obsessed with crowd sizes. I'm going to give you a quick minute. Then we're going to go to another fake news. What do you think well, of this? Well, I see the problem is they just want to go and virtue signal to the they left. Like, that. oh, Trump. Oh, you know, Donald Trump. 
Make it Drumpf again. He's so terrible. He can't. No one likes him. You know, he's I a like terrible him. person. He sucks at everything he does in life. The only reason he was the president was because of I don't know Putin. I mean, that, that whole argument. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get to dead. that. That, that whole arm is kind of dead in the water at this point. Yeah. But they're just like, ah, I'm going to cry for six years. I'm going to go and build Eight like years. 12 exhibits and have, you know, right wing people crash it because <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a leftist. <laughs> I'm going to have that to go like live in a, live in a, like a lumber house in the middle oh, of a, in the middle <laughs> of like a Europe. Oh, after we fail with the flags and fail with the live stream, we're going to go to a oh, log Shia, cabin. Shia, Shia, Shia. Le Bouf, you know, why oh, does he just go chance France? onto him. He's charged. Go live in France, you know. See how get like some refugees living in yeah. his house. He should go Do and just something. sell all his houses in America to refugees and just I have agree. them live over there. You know, homeless refugees. Yeah, <laughs> go for it and have him like live with his family. That'd be even better, especially with Does his he wife. Have a family. I think he has a wife or something. Aww. Just have a share the bed with a Muslim refugee Ooh. and see what happens. <laughs> You know, just uh, just yeah. give it to a homeless Muslim in in Europe with hey, his wife. And that'd he can be go nice. Sleep on the floor. That'd be nice. And let's see what happens to his wife. I mean, he's probably got plenty of money to do it. He could buy another house like Bernie Sanders. No, have him live with no in his house. I'm gonna go and see how he does it in his bed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And just go in his bedroom. Yeah. yeah see how that goes. Yeah, you, know, you know, know they're harmless. It's not all. It's not hashtag all, not all Muslims. Yeah. So nothing would happen according to leftists. Yeah. Well, speaking of Russia, though, the other fake news. Well, it's kind of fake news, but it's rely- it's 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 on fake news. It pisses me off. This was CNN. I was watching him, and Aaron Burnett is like, "Remember that dossier? Yeah, that dossier. Well, guess what? Next after the break, I was like, "Oh my God, they're still talking about that thing." Apparently, uh, I don't know how true it is, and nobody really knows. But the FBI supposedly used the dossier to justify a FISA warrant to surveil Trump campaign associate Carter Page, who's his foreign policy advisor at the time. This, if you don't remember this dossier, and I'm explaining quickly. Yeah, PP Gate. Yeah, it was Golden Showergate. This was the dossier where they said, it's in the freaking dossier. It says that Trump hired Russian prostitutes to pee on the bed that Obama slept <laughs> in at the time with Trump in it. I'm like, who's believing this crap? I didn't believe it. BuzzFeed believed it because they're BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed's and CNN fair, believed terrible it. Terrible fake news. Failing the word, no, they're, the can, they're the cancer of the new news industry. Like, good lord, oh, every God. time I go to Facebook, somehow I end up clicking on one of those by accident. They keep yeah. getting hit by these stupid articles. And it's not just BuzzFeed. They have all these other fake, like, just these... These 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 news websites and you can't even go and like click on it because you keep getting hit by advertisements. Oh yeah, they malicious have ads. ads like your your phone got like a over nine thousand viruses down over this nine thousand down this antivirus software which will actually probably give you a real virus. Yep. And then fake, you know they um that that BuzzFeed. Why the they BuzzFeed. do that? They had stuff about tendies on there. It was <laughs> it, they had a thing on 4chan where they showed who did it. it. It was obviously created by 4chan. BuzzFeed got it. CNN got it. Yeah, I don't believe this. Like I saw this one kid on my Facebook. He's like showing <laughs> tweeting this. Like, oh, he got the scoop on Trump. I was like, Watergate. Do you realize how stupid this makes you look i know it's terrible you like, must be an idiot to believe in any of this <laughs> idiot an idiot like, like what sort of person like oh we got you now <laughs> you this is 100 real you know we found it from an anonymous source yeah. by it's, it's unverified the whole thing is unverified it's like what no it's ridiculous like most news <coughs> organizations read this and they said it's ridiculous so they didn't report on it because it wasn't it's 
preposterous. When you read it, it's preposterous. But BuzzFeed goes and runs with the freaking thing and annotates it. Like, hey, look at this. Hey, look at that. And it hasn't been proven to 4chan yet, but like you said, there was that one thing you found that was reasonable suspicion that it is. When I first found out, like someone speculating that, I laughed so hard because I'm like, they would do this. 4chan would do this. Yeah, they should go and have Sessions take a BuzzFeed to court for... Yes. Uh, for like lie, like sedition, Libel. like that's sedition. That's trying to go and discredit the government. Like Tech, it was you completely could argue, yeah. false. Like if it was any sort of grain of truth, no, this they should get the whole thing shut down for this <laughs> and the n numerous other, just like cancer that that publication spreads. And it's cancer and it's lists of cancer. It's, it's like trying to dis disrupt national security. This is definitely a. They should just go and get rid of BuzzFeed. Uh, I shut don't it like down. It, it should go the way of like Deport uh, Buzzfeed. Well, who was who was that other thing that uh, that Hulk Hogan took down? Oh, Gawker. Yeah, just it should go the way of Gawker. I mean, she, I mean, Gawker. As much as I hated Gawker, was probably yeah, less cancerous than this. Yeah, you could. I think they were Buzzfeed is because Buzzfeed started out as just this funny list, you know, site that published lists. Now they're trying to be a legitimate news source, and that's an extremely hard transition to make. Even the Buzzfeed that came here acknowledged that that's hard, but. Uh, moving on, there is also a big headline uh, that's happening this week. More free speech under assault. Uh, anybody that's familiar with Berkeley, what's the first thing you think? Do you think free speech, anti-Vietnam, hippie movement, peace and love, and all this openness? You don't think that anymore, do you? You think Antifa, you think smashing windows, you think Milo being canceled, you think all this anti-free speech stuff. Now we're going to add on to the list with Ann Coulter. She was going to speak at UC Berkeley on April 27th with, you know, she had her security team. She fulfilled all the requirements. You know, she was good to go. And then out of nowhere, they canceled the talk due to safety concerns. I put that in quotes for a reason. And they offered her then. They're like, okay, you, but you can speak on May 2nd. And she rejected it, which I think was a smart move. Why did she reject it? Well, First of all, she's not available on that day, according to her. Second, just like Penn State, that's finals week. Yes, we don't have class, but we have to study for finals, which is hard. I don't. I don't got any time. Okay, well, everybody except you, uh, Alex, and, and all the other seniors, but we have to study for finals. Now, uh, then the university, they also revealed a date, but they said the talk has to end by 3, 3.30 p.m., that's the worst possible time ever because if it's finals week and you don't have class, you're going to sleep in late and then you're going to start studying. You're gonna, or you're going to eat lunch, then start studying. It's, you know, it's a terrible time for the talk. But they feared that there would be protesters that night. Like, oh, we are so well, scared. To be, to be fair, they did have some pretty funny things happen. And that battle oh, Berkeley, really? they had Stickman oh, come out. Oh, Stickman. And they had that one, <laughs> that one girl. Oh, my God. The, the well, hairy one who got punched in the yeah. face. Like, they've been digging into her. And they found that she, that she was on some sort of, uh, like, an adult website. And it was, like, a, a fetish <laughs> website. It was She's like, a porn star. It was, like, hairy woman gets <laughs> her, like, hair hole attacked or something. Oh, my. Like, God, like what is this? Like 
this sounds disgusting. Who would want to watch this? It's disturbing. Um, and then they had oh, the, then then Paul found this other teacher. Who <laughs> yeah, was they there. found the guy. The guy would like hit people in the head with like long. The bike lock. Yeah, yeah, good. He should be fired. He absolutely should, he should be sent to jail. They need to go and find. They need to go and have at Berkeley at everywhere. They need to go and find these antifa people, rip their masks off, and, yes. and put them on blast. They did that in Auburn. Did you see that? They're doing that. They're actually ripping the people's masks off. In the South, they don't screw around. California, they're like, oh, the cops are just sitting there. I they weren't the doing mayor, anything. The mayor was like an antifa member or something. So they, found that's that. what poll thinks. I, they're searching into these people. Like they were going like screenshot by screenshot, find these faces, and then I don't know how they. Their weaponized, you know what, finds this. Mm. But <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. They go out and <laughs> weaponize um, my sibling. Um, they go out <laughs> and they find. <laughs> <laughs> they find these people. Like I don't know what these guys are too, but they find them. They found this guy. But what Ann Coulter is doing is really interesting because she, you know, they're afraid of these protests. I can understand that, but I don't think that's a reason to back down because, you know, the CRs are actually f- threatening to sue the school now for freedom of speech and all that. But her proposal, I think, solved the problem the best. She was on, I think, Handy talking about this, and she said, "Yeah, I have a proposal to allow freedom of speech." Two simple things. Ex- you know, if you find any student committing any act of violence against a speaker, expel them. Yeah. Right out. Well, expel well, them. Even better than that, why don't we just go and declare Antifa a terrorist organization? Well, yeah, definitely do that. But this is for the university. Well, this will fix it everywhere. You see terrorists at your school, they go and deport them. Yes. It's going some to jail, yes. some to, you know, why don't they just go and Send to Guantanamo. Them? Yeah, send to Guantanamo. <laughs> they, oh, my God. You want to go and see them. They, put them in over there. They you don't have to do it. Just like keep them over there. Don't give them any like Starbucks. Yeah, and Guantanamo. Don't bail them out. Yeah, no you, bail. Oh. yeah. You know George Soros ain't gonna save them now. <laughs> yeah, you send them to Guantanamo. They don't get those nice you know mocha lattes in the morning. They have to actually you know be in a hard you know yeah, dirty get, prison. I heard they get some sandwiches over there. Oh, <laughs> I hear they get goat sandwiches too. Oh no, but uh, it's a but, very special meat. <laughs> but anyway, her second proposal was that. Make the police enforce the laws. And like we saw in the Battle of Berkeley, the police were 99% of them. I don't know if any of them had any interaction. They probably did at some point. They were just sitting there. The And it's not like, you know, oh, F the police. Oh, like you're WA on this. No, it's not the police's fault. It's their, you know, hierarchy, their superiors. They're telling them to stand down. Um, but what's interesting is in reaction to this, Milo Yiannopoulos, who we just talked about, and who's coming back on May the 5th, buckle up, buttercups. Uh, he's having a free speech week in Berkeley with this like giant tent. It's gonna be on the campus and the city. He's gonna have like YouTubers, bloggers, all kinds of guest speakers. It's gonna be party. It's gonna be just a free speech, free expression, wonderful week. Brilliant idea. But it gets better. Because in his Facebook post about this, he says, and I quote, If UC Berkeley does not actively insist in playing the execution of this event, we will extend festivities for an entire month. Holy crap, Antifa's going to lose it. So I can't wait for that. Uh, I don't. I think it was smart for Ann Coulter to not give in to these people, not let them win. She's setting a precedent of strength. And I think that's fantastic. So if you don't like what somebody's saying, ignore it in the end. Just ignore it. Stop this. We got to shut down events. I'm going to give you the final words before we go off today. So what I think, I think it's a really great idea. 
but like a whole month that's going to be really hard on on anyone to go and afford all that i don't think it's going to happen that's why he just makes it so preposterously ridiculous that you like yeah you know. just get f- private security and i think it'll be good or just like just get those bikers for trump to come over there yes. oh my god they're just going to be the crap out of those antifa <laughs> people you know they can go and like amass that for like one or two days but once they go and see some actual resistance they're going to go crying home to mommy and daddy if they're not in the jail cell yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's, it's they're gonna go good. back to their mother's basements where they belong with their Nintendo NES and their Starbucks coffee and their nice scarf collection. And their vinyls. Oh God, I mean I love vinyls, but like these people ruin vinyls for me. I'm probably be watching My Little Pony over there. Oh Jesus. An anime. Uh, Get their little not body Samurai pillows. Jack though. And Samurai. Jack. No, they're not cool enough. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't. Mm. They, they they. It's the anti anime. I'm telling you, man. It's the anti anime. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's on in like two hours. I can't wait. But uh, we're why, don't you be- get a, why don't you get a Samurai Jack body pillow? Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> As Milo would say. Um, anyway, on that note, I think that's a great way to end it, don't you think? Yeah, that's uh, a good way to end it. It's always a great way to end it. Thank you for coming on, Alex. Anytime. Oh, yeah. This has been... <laughs> okay. <laughs>